Welcome to Lemon Lessons for Leading Life. I am your host, Jeffrey Sendejas. Join me as we find and discuss motivational quotes and grow as leaders together. This week's quote was inspired by the new year of 2023. This week's episode is a part two and feeds off of last week's. If you did not get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage you to please go back and check it out, as this episode builds upon that one. Join me as we discover what this person meant when he said, Every day the clock resets. Your wins don't matter. Your failures don't matter. Don't stress on what was Fight for what could be. Let's talk about it. Sean Higgins is the author of that quote. Sean was born in December 30th, 1968, and is a former professional basketball player. He played college basketball for Michigan and helped the Wolverines win the 1989 National Championship. Sean hit the winning basket in the Final Four game against Illinois to lead Michigan into the championship game versus Seton Hall. Sean was selected by the San Antonio Spurs in the second round with the 54th overall pick of the 1990 NBA Draft and played for a total of six teams in eight NBA seasons. In 2004, Sean became the general manager and head coach of the Fresno Heat Wave of the American Basketball Association. He was hired as the Edmonds Community College head basketball coach from 2009 to 2012. Sean is currently USA director of nine star basketball camps that specializes in basketball player development and exposure for amateur and professional players and manager partner of nine star basketball scouting services. He is also managing partner of victory USA development a real estate management corporation. As I mentioned before, this is a continuation from last week's episode. Last week, I had each of us take some time for reflection on where we have grown in 2022 and where we want to grow in for 2023. I had asked that every one of you, we all create a goal or a resolution to achieve for this upcoming year. From there, this episode is dedicated to help each of you reach success and accomplish that goal and much more. Well, I hate to ruin your hard work, but goals do not create success. A quote I came across while reflecting on all this is by James Clear. He says, You do not rise to the level of your goals. 
you fall to the level of your systems. So, in other words, it is all about the systems in place. If you want to create everlasting change, you must dig deep and uproot your bad habits and replace them with good habits. For example, if you are someone who has their resolution to lose weight, well, that's great. How are you going to achieve that? What systems will you put into place to ensure success? You can have the goal to lose weight, yet continue to eat poorly time and time again, or not exercise at all, and never achieve your goal. Was it that your goal was too ambitious? Was it that your goal failed you? No, that is wrong. You failed yourself by not having a strong system in place. I want to continue down the path of losing weight and use that as the example. We all know that long story short, if you have a caloric deficit, you will lose weight. It is that simple. Well, I'm going to challenge you even more. As we try to create a system to put into place, become more specific with your goal. How many pounds do you want to lose? A great resolution or a goal, though, would be to live a healthy lifestyle. With that goal, you are going to have to clearly define what a healthy lifestyle looks like, though. A healthy lifestyle may look vastly different between you and myself. After this point, we have to work backwards. What will it take to achieve a healthy lifestyle or lose 20 pounds? It will take a diet and exercise. Let's break it down even more though. What kind of dieting will you be doing? How will you be tracking your foods? How will you ensure that the system is in place? For starters, you could meal prep or even reduce the amount of times that you go out to eat. If you constantly find yourself eating fast food, well, the issue isn't that you go out to eat. The issue is that the system is broken. You may be able to change your habits temporarily. But eventually, you will revert back to the bad habits and fail your goal. You must take a look under the hood at the real problem at hand. Why is it that you find yourself eating out so often? Maybe you don't have time to cook your meals every single day and night. Maybe you can't afford all this quote-unquote, healthy food, whatever, whatever the reason may be, we must understand why the poor habit and system is in place and how we can fix it and change it. This brings me to the point of something called the aggregation of marginal gains, or some of you may have heard of this as the 1% rule. Well, 
This was made famous by a British cycling coach named Dave Brailsford. James Clear and Brad Barrett go into detail on this story as they share how Dave revolutionized British cycling and created a winning team. This next portion is an excerpt from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, as I believe he did an outstanding job describing the magnitude of what Dave did. In 2003, the organization, which was the governing body for professional cycling in Great Britain, had recently hired Dave Brailsford as its new performance director. At the time, professional cyclists in Great Britain had endured nearly 100 years of mediocrity. Since 1908, British riders had won just a single gold medal at the Olympic Games, and they had fared even worse in cycling's biggest races, the Tour de France. In 110 years, no British cyclist had ever won the event. In fact, the performance of British riders had been so underwhelming that one of the top bike manufacturers in Europe refused to sell bikes to the team because they were afraid that it would hurt sales if other professionals saw the British team using their gear. Well, Brailsford had been hired to put British cycling on a new trajectory. What made him different, though, from previous coaches was his relentless commitment to a strategy that he referred to as the aggregation of marginal gains, which was the philosophy of searching for a tiny margin of improvement in everything that you do. Brailsford said, The whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything, you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all back together. It's all about the small stuff, right? Dave and his coaches began by making a small, small adjustment. You might expect from a professional cycling team, right? Well, they redesigned the bike seats to make them more comfortable and rubbed alcohol on the tires for a better grip. They asked riders to wear electrically heated overshorts to maintain ideal muscle temperature while riding and used biofeedback sensors to monitor how each athlete responded to a particular workout. The team tested various fabrics in a wind tunnel and had their outdoor riders switch to indoor racing suits, which provided to be lighter and more aerodynamic. But they didn't stop there. Dave and his team continued to find 1% improvements in overlooked and unexpected areas. They tested different types of massage gels to see which one led to the fastest muscle recovery. They hired a surgeon to teach each rider the best way to wash their hands to reduce the chances of catching a cold. They determined the type of pillow and mattress that led to the best night's sleep for each individual rider. 
they even painted the inside of the team's truck white, which helped them spot little bits of dust that would normally slip by unnoticed, but could degrade the performance of the finely tuned bikes. As these and hundreds of other small improvements accumulated, the results came faster than anyone could have imagined. Just five years after Dave took over, the British cycling team dominated the road and track cycling events at the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing, where they won an astounding 60% of the gold medals available. Four years later, when the Olympic Games came to London, the British team raised the bar as they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. That same year, Bradley Wiggins became the first British cyclist to win the Tour de France. The next year, his teammate, Chris Fromm, won the race. And he would go on to win again in 2015, 2016, and 2017, giving the British team five Tour de France victories in six years. During the 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world championships and 66 Olympic or Paralympic gold medals and captured five Tour de France victories in what is widely regarded as the most successful run in cycling history. How does this happen? How does a team of previously ordinary athletes transform into world champions with tiny changes that, at first glance, would seem to make a modest difference at best? Why do small improvements accumulate into such remarkable results? And how can you replicate this approach in your own life? It is easy to overestimate the importance of one big defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often, we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Whether it is losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal. We put pressure on ourselves to make some earth-shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. The difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding. Here's how the math works out, though. If you can get 1% better each day for one entire year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. On the opposite side, if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll decline nearly down to zero. What starts as a small win or a minor setback, accumulates into something much, much more. In the beginning, 
There is basically no difference between making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse. In other words, it won't impact you very much today. But as time goes on, these small improvements or declines compound and add up. And you suddenly find a very big gap between people who make slightly better decisions on a daily basis and those who do not. This is why small choices do not make much of a difference at the time, but they add up over the long term. On a related note, this is why I love setting a schedule for important things, planning for failure, and using the never miss twice rule. I know that it's not a big deal if I make a mistake or slip up on a habit every now and then. It's the compound effect of never getting back on track that causes problems. By setting a schedule to never miss twice, you can prevent simple errors from snowballing out of control. In other words, eating out here and then every once in a while on occasion won't hurt as long as you get back on track. However, if you continue to do these decisions time and time again, eventually everything catches back up. It's the aggregation of marginal gains that ends up having the greatest results. Most people love to talk about success and life in general. As an event, we talk about losing 50 pounds or building a successful business or winning the Tour de France as if they are events. But the truth is that most of the significant things in life aren't standalone single events, but rather the accumulation of all the moments when we choose to do things 1% better or 1% worse. Aggregation and aggregating these marginal gains makes a huge difference. There is power in small improvements and slow gains. This is why average speed yields above average results. This is why the system is greater than the goal. This is why mastering your habits is more important than achieving a certain outcome. At the end of the day, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Again, at the end of the day, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. This is why it is critical that we create systems change and are not goal-driven. Goals do not create everlasting joy. They may create short-lived happiness, but to truly create change and improve, you must create a system that is foolproof. Do not get discouraged if you do not see the change, because over time you will hit the peak or point in time where the snowball effect occurs. Here is an example of this. It is an ice cube. If you start with an ice cube in a room that is 25 degrees and you bring up the heat to 26 degrees, it remains an ice cube. 
you continue to raise the temperature by one degree, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31 degrees. Still no change, and the ice cube remains frozen. But once 32 degrees Fahrenheit hits, the ice begins to melt. There is now physical change that is noticeable, yet to you and I, we sense absolutely no difference between 31 and 32 degrees. The reason I use this as an example is that over time, as we continue to create these small, unnoticeable changes, we too, like the ice cube, will hit that threshold that we see change. Change is meant to be a test of resiliency. Change is meant to be a test of patience. Change is meant to be a test of mental fortitude. This brings me back to my original quote. Every day, the clock resets. Your wins don't matter. Your failures don't matter. Don't stress on what was. Fight for what could be. What are we doing today? Both success or failure does not matter because tomorrow is a brand new day and we have to do it again. If you're unsuccessful today, that's okay because tomorrow you have another opportunity to be successful. If you are successful today, Well, you have to maintain the level of excellence to continue to achieve success, right? Do not hold on to the past, but strive for betterment and everlasting change. You are given 86,400 seconds in a day. My question to you is how will you use every single one of those seconds To carry out your established system automatically as a habit. I hope you gained an appreciation and a new perspective on the quote, Every day the clock resets. Your wins don't matter. Your failures don't matter. Don't stress on what was. Fight for what could be. And if you find yourself wondering... How you can make an impact today, do exactly that. Start with you and find where you can become just 1% better today. And remember that every day the clock resets. Your wins don't matter. Your failures don't matter. Don't stress on what was Fight for what could be. Until next time, subscribe and remember to soar high like eagles and lead on. Mm-hmm.